It is September 15th, 2021. Um, I woke up again really early this morning and you know for those who may not be aware there's a kind of stillness energetically in the wee hours of the morning um, because a lot of people are in sleep and the energy it's quiet and so um, it's the veils between the dimensions are often considered thinner at that time of the day just because of that because everybody uh, a lot of people are are quiet, um, and I had the most incredible downloads, just like almost at the speed of light. It was overwhelming, um, and just to define that a little bit, just so that people can understand what that means, is that so I'm laying there in bed, thinking, "Oh, geez, I'm going to be tired. I need to get back to sleep," you know because otherwise the day, uh, my day will not be productive because I will not have had a good night's sleep. But uh, I'm having all of these sort of impressions uh, psychically. And uh, what that means in my case is that I was just having all of these thoughts and things coming through me. Uh, like I began to remember things from the past that I had just completely forgotten about all of these details and vivid details of things just coming through. And I was experiencing a lot of what I have referred to previously as chills, which is, they're not really chills. There's, there needs to be a better term for this that I haven't yet come across. Uh, I think I've heard other people say shivers, but what it feels like is you feel this energy, uh, waves of energy coming through your body. And when I get those, uh, what that to me, what that is, is that spirit affirming to me that what I'm thinking about or processing is is important or valid. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure it manifests differently for other people, uh, but it's a very distinct feeling. It's extremely hard to describe. It's not. It's not like uh, it's kind. How do I describe? It's not tingles, and I wouldn't want to use the word tingle because it just doesn't sound good, but the it's almost almost like an electric sensation that runs, and in my case, it it comes comes through my whole body and then down to my legs, and, and this was going on and on and on. This is streams of streams of thoughts and streams of impressions and feelings and spirit pointing out to me which ones of those things were important and valid and because what I was doing is I was thinking about what I would talk about today and it was it was just incredible so there was like so much comes through and so quickly that I'm like how could I possibly describe or express all of this because it happens very intensely and very quickly almost like at light speed so there's like I'm like you know it would take me a phenomenal amount of time to describe all of this information or these impressions that I'm getting and that are coming through me. But there's a reason for it, right? There's a reason I'm doing this and there's a reason spirit wants me to do it. And I have my, we all have a unique experience and perspective on reality and life. Um, and mine is definitely a little different. I'm out of the ordinary. I've, I've, as I've expressed before, I lived in the woods in a cabin I rented for $50 a month. Uh, and I've also been rich. 
<laughs> so, so you know, I, I, and, and you know, there's something in all of that that um, has. I have an interesting story, and actually, uh, this is the impression I got as I was contemplating even presenting all of this information to people I have, I don't know, and putting myself out there was is that spirit just wanted me to tell stories, my stories, tell my stories. I actually once had a psychic say to me when we first sat down and and she started to, to do a reading and she, the first thing she said was like, oh my God, you could write a book about your experiences. She said, you've had a lot of really intense experiences. And I have, right? Because I'm, there's a part of me fundamentally that I believe I can do anything, <laughs> right? And I've I've done some things that other people would probably consider crazy, um, uh, and I have done some things that are that are crazy. Uh, I have uh, taken a lot of risks just because I'm kind of fearless. I have an Aries ascendant, and. Uh, so, you know, if there's something I want to do, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to go do it. And I don't care what other people think or whether it's improbable or impossible, I'll just go for it. Um, and that has resulted in me having some experiences that were definitely out of my league, you know, based on my background uh, in many respects. So um, now, how do I begin to describe uh, well, first of all, yesterday I talked uh, about paradigms and I wanted to clarify one thing, which, because I mentioned, you know, how people in the 60s had done LSD and people more contemporarily have done things like ayahuasca. And I'm not actually advocating that. I don't actually think that you need to do extreme things to have spiritual experiences. I have had many, 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 many countless very powerful spiritual experiences without the use of any form of stimulant whatsoever. It's not like I haven't experimented with things I have like a lot of people, uh, but to me there are uh, gentler and safer ways of opening yourself up to having profound experiences, so I just want to make sure that people don't think I'm advocating that people go to extreme lengths to uh, break through the barriers of reality. Now, the more important thing that came up today, this morning, which I, and I, I, this is like, I'm ad-libbing all of this, right? So, you know, I, I re-listened to yesterday's presentation, actually a couple times, just because I was curious about how I would come across. And, you know, there was a few places where I used the wrong words, or I would have, in hindsight, chosen another word to express something. And, uh, um... You know, so this is all unedited. It's just a stream of consciousness. So take that into account, please. And, you know, there might be things that I omitted or um, or where I lose my train of thought or something. And anyway, I'm not, I don't want to script this because it just won't be natural. Now, the really important thing uh, that came up for me was... Um, Mm, about how, uh, about judgment. Now, I just, I, I'm just, I feel, I feel like uh, I'm not going to be able to express everything that came through for me this morning, and it's, I should probably just not worry about that. <laughs> Do what I can. 
Um, so, uh, uh, because I'm a very bold person and I have this really strong sense and belief that I can do anything, right, that I put my mind to, uh, uh, I tend to, uh, uh, this can sort of arouse degrees of controversy. Um, so where to begin? Now, let me talk a bit about how somebody be can become an a-hole. Now, this is, this is probably going to strike people as being strange initially. But um, so, you know, there are people out there in the world that we look at and we go like, what the hell? What, how can you be such an a-hole, right? Like, well, what what made you, you know, you're evil or whatever. And, um, you know, I can think of a few public public figures, including the most recent president of the United States uh, in particular. 45, that is. And uh, I want to share a little bit about my own story. Um, <laughs> for, well, first of all, let me say this, that we come here, the earth is like a friggin' playground, right? So uh, we come here to, it's an experiment. <laughs> we, we come into three-dimensional reality <clears throat> and we can do all kinds of things. And especially when you're younger, say when you're in your 20s, you know, you can go, uh, uh, you know, it, life is a process of trial and error. So, you know, you will go and do things and then go like, oops, I shouldn't have done that, or that was wrong, or I made a mistake, or whatever. That is totally fine. That's why you're here, right? So, you know, people can make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Find me somebody or, you you know, who has not made a mistake at all, ever. And there might be the odd saint or someone, an avatar or somebody like that who who incarnates here and they're in a state of perfection. But that is like, you know, infinitely small percentile of, of human beings. So first of all, let's all agree that we have all done things that we regret, right? <clears throat> I'm not, in my case, I have never done anything that I think would be like, you know, officially criminal or anything like that, but I've definitely done stuff that in hindsight, I probably uh, would not do again. But that's the whole point of, of the experience, right? And I'm not advocating that people go out and do things that... Um, are wrong, that they know are wrong, <clears throat> you know, even if, but even if you do, like, you know, that's, you know, that's a lesson, right? Because there's going to be karmic consequences for that. And you're going to find out that you're going to learn that you shouldn't do that, right? So let's just get that out of the way, first of all. Uh, now, no, secondly, uh, I have had uh, the opportunity and the experience uh, of working with a lot of people with spiritual and psychic gifts and there's one person in particular who is able to uh, tap into the Akashic Records. I don't know if this person wants to be promoted, so I'm not going to do that. I could find out. But uh, this person is incredibly gifted and brilliant at, at this. Uh, um, and um, so I have had this uh, opportunity a few times. It's not something you're, you do on a regular basis. Uh, in my case, it'd be like every couple years or few years when I really feel like I need to tap into that, I will go and through this person I can speak to sort of the keepers of the Akashic Records. And they know everything, like every thought, every action of every lifetime is recorded in the Akashic Records that you have had and that every other being has had. It's a phenomenal concept. Uh, and so 
over time and th- and through other people as well i've been able to kind of piece together some aspects of my past life experiences and so there was one experience that now this is all uh, could be you know none i can't prove any of this but it, it seems to resonate with me and it resonates with my experience and so even if it's just a story it's a story that is relevant uh, because it helps me sort of understand, it gives me some context that I might otherwise not really be aware of. It helps me understand why I'm experiencing certain things and why, I, why these patterns continue to emerge in my life and so forth. So here's where it gets, so this is interesting. So uh, uh, now, again, I've pieced this together over many, many years. So going way, 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 way back in time, I had an experience where and I'm not going to go into all, all the details. I'll just give you the important bits. So I had an experience where I was, um, uh, I was with my uh, very close companions, people that I was, that I dearly loved, and we were in sort of a state of bliss. And it was my turn to sort of keep an eye out on these people uh, while we were in this state because there were uh, there were dangerous forces around that could that would be threatening so so we're there doing our thing um uh, people are blissed out uh, in a in a very high spiritual state uh, of uh, of uh i'm not sure if they were, it was meditation or whatever but you know um connecting with divine energy and being really on a very high level so it's my turn to sort of watch keep an eye out for people and warn them if danger is imminent. And I'm in a state of bliss myself. So I'm just, I've kind of like lose my um, concentration or focus. And several of my dearest companions got killed. Well, this was, for me, was just completely devastating. Uh, Completely. I'm the kind of person that if, if I love somebody, I will go to no ends of sacrifice for them you know I will I would I would give my life for people that I truly love and actually had an experience of that fairly recently where I was with 100 degree percent sincerity I was going to devote the remainder of this incarnation to helping somebody uh, heal and deal with some of their karma and I know how to do that I know the, the techniques and the methods for doing that now that didn't happen because it ultimately turned out that this individual didn't want to actually uh, heal. Long story, that's a whole separate story. So anyway, back to my story about this past life. Uh, And so this is completely devastating to me that, you know, I feel this sense of responsibility because I was supposed to be sort of guarding the roost and my beloved companions who are in a state of ecstasy, spiritual ecstasy, get killed. And then of course I commit suicide because I couldn't, I was condemning myself and I just couldn't deal with, you know, what happened. It was too traumatic. So now I have this pattern uh, in my sort of karmic DNA of uh, I, lo- I lost everyone I loved. I lost these people that I loved and uh, I am uh, responsible for that, even though it was completely, it wasn't my fault. It was just an, an innocent mistake. It wasn't supposed to happen. But now I have this this whole experience imprinted into my into my being, <clears throat> and then I proceed to have multiple incarnations after that, 
where I lost everyone that I loved. And in some cases, I was left alone after losing everyone that I loved through natural disasters and other things. And this is like, you can imagine how, how, how painful and difficult this would be to, uh, like... So, of course, what happens, because I've contemplated this many times, is that you start to believe that God is punishing you or that the universe is wants you to suffer or the universe is an asshole because it's just doing this horrible thing to you over and over and over again. And eventually, I myself become an asshole. So I then, because I'm a powerful being, I... I incarnate and I'm just like after lifetimes of losing everybody that I love, I become like a real asshole and I become a powerful leader and I basically am an asshole. So I do things to other people that I probably shouldn't have done. <laughs> right? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not laughing because that's funny. I'm laughing because it's the whole point I'm trying to make is, is that, is that really shitty things can happen to us because this is this dimension of third dimensional reality is is a you know anything is possible here right we can do whatever we want um we have free will and so uh, you know because of all these horrible horrible phenomenally traumatic lifetimes I, I just eventually go into anger and rage about you know over and over and over you know these shitty things happening to me right and then so i have spent many lifetimes sort of um recovering from the karma of being an asshole now it's interesting how that came how that came about that awareness because because at one point when i was uh, involved in having one of these akashic readings i said to the i'm like uh, they told me that i you know i had i had uh had this lifetime where uh i did things that i i i did things that that weren't uh that that had karmic implications and i'm like well well why would i do that you know i was just completely innocently like why would i what would make me why would i become like that you know because i'm not like that really now i'm like i have no i've 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 never to my awareness done anything to deliberately harm anybody in this lifetime right deliberately like you know i'm not that kind of person so I've, I've met people who are like that, but not me. So it didn't make sense. So I said, why would I do that? And then they explained that, well, they said, well, you've had, you had many lifetimes where you lost everyone you loved. And I was kind of like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that would do it. Um, and so I'm sharing all of that because, uh, uh, because uh, I've also had many experiences in this lifetime where I have been judged by others. I, I don't even know why, because like I said, I've never deliberately set out, like with the intention of harming anybody. But I did have the experience of, there was a point in time where I, where I, I you know, just because my, from sheer, the sheer desire or, and, and uh, to make things happen and this, this very powerful belief within myself that I can do anything that I want to do. I ended up in this situation where I actually had quite a bit of money and, um, I didn't do it for the money. I did it for, there was a higher calling behind it. My, my company, uh, which I, maybe I'll get into on another occasion, but it was, you know, underlying this was 
this desire to improve the world. And to, so it was, you know, the uh, intention behind it was, was good. And I'll, I'll say this too, um, even though, uh, you know, you know, even though, um, the company itself was something I was dearly in love with and devoted to, you know, the greatest pleasure that I got actually from that whole experience was, was being in a position to employ and, um, provide a great work environment for all of these amazing people that worked for me. And some of them were like truly amazing people. Um, you know, when we went through hard times, I would come in early in the morning sometimes and some of the programmers would be sleeping under their desks. I didn't ask them to do that. They were just so devoted. Pardon me. Um, anyway, so, okay, so my background was, like I said before, I, in my young years, I was just, I set out to sort of explore life and I was never really motivated to, about making money. So, you know, in my earlier year, my more formative years, say my early twenties, um, I, like I said, I previously, I, I lived in the woods in a, in a cabin in a shack for a couple years. And, uh, like I said, my, my rent was like literally $50 a month. So, you know, I could, I could do that. Right. And, and it didn't take much to sort of get through. And I had a beat up old car and stuff like that. And I wasn't, I was about learning and exploring and, um, but so then later on, you know, years later when I had, when I made a lot of money and, and I, just to be completely honest, I think I looked up, I, I saw a chart one time talking about the, uh, you know, income brackets in, in Canada at the time. And I was, I think I was in the top 1% of income earners, which, you know, I never really had the intention of doing that per se. Um, uh, but what happened was, is that a lot of my friends and the people that I had associated with previously were kind of more of the um, they were kind of like anti-materialistic. And again, I, I wasn't about materialism, but, you know, they sort of were of this school that, you know, people who had money uh, or money was bad. There was, a, there was a thing to that, right, where I'm not even sure this was fully intentional on their part, but um, a lot of people that I had uh, associated with, and even when I did the New Age magazine publication, a lot of the people sort of around that, they have a negative thing about money. So I experienced on many occasions where, where the people who I had been close to, I felt uh, were judging me and, you know, like, like I was like the man, you know, or something like that, where I was like the bad guy because I somehow went and had all this, but you know, to, to build a, an organization and go out there and, and get shareholders and all that stuff, you have to go into the business world and you have to do that thing, right? You know, you can't create an organization with more than 80 people, uh, you know, by sitting around smoking pot or, you know, na navel gazing. So, uh, but it really hurt me that people who I really respected and loved and admired were friggin' judging me because I had money. 
and I had, you know, nice cars and nice houses and, you know, whatever, right? So, um, uh, that was very difficult for me. Now, uh, because you know, it's kind of like the way I see it is, you know, if you take the seed of an oak tree, and a, to use, I'll use this metaphor, or, you know, you take the seed of an oak tree, that, that seed would desire to grow into the biggest, tallest, strongest oak tree that it could possibly be. There's, this is creation. The energy of creation is very aspirational. It wants to express its full potential. And there's just like, that is the energy of creation. And when you can tap into that energy and it's not, it's unencumbered and it's not inhibited, you know, everything wants to realize its greatest potential. So, you know, I have there's part of me that has a lot of respect for people who go and create these incredibly massive or influential things in the world. Now, I'm not advocating that people be assholes and that they treat workers poorly or take advantage of other people or, you know, whatever, or do things that are unethical. That That's not me. I mean, you know, I made incredible sacrifices for the benefit of other people, in particular my employees. I went for two years at one point without a salary and I used all of my, I poured all of my savings into the company to get us through the dot-com meltdown, right? And I then went on and had paid a tremendous price for that because I ended up getting screwed over. It's a long story, uh, but it cost me like a lot. And I was working like 120 hours a week. <laughs> I mean, this is insane. I literally almost killed myself to keep that company alive. Like the toll was just like astonishing. That company still exists. Now, uh, so I, you know, but still, I wanted to get back to the, the, the main thrust of this. The point of this is about how, you know, we judge each other. So, you know, if there's people out there in the world that are doing horrible things, it might not just be because they're evil. It might be because, you know, on some level or at some time, because we carry energies from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime, these are imprinted upon us and we, you know, it's part of our process is to heal and resolve and recover from those things, to transform them, right? Because in every, in every heart is a direct connection to source and source is just pure love, Right? But there's also nothing wrong with being aspirational, wanting to be the biggest, the best, the greatest that you can be. And that energy should not be repressed. And I think a lot of people have hang-ups and guilt about, um, and judgments about themselves, and which they project onto others. So when we judge others or we negatively project on others, uh, we are engaging kind of like in psychic warfare. Now, I'm extremely sensitive uh, intuitively and psychically. So I, like I've had dream, I have very, very crystal clear, vivid, very vivid dreams that will like literally wake me up where I see, where I'm shown things and I see things in phenomenal detail. And I know that these dreams are messages from spirit telling me things and informing me about things. I have had dreams where I have seen people and they will warn me about other people who are, I might think are my friends, but they're not. They're actually like frenemies. 
And that has happened to me on multiple occasions. Now, a lot of, a lot of times that's occurred and I've never said anything to anybody about it, but I keep it in the back of my mind and I know, right? So some, I know that there's people out there that look like good people who are actually not good people. And sometimes they're people, they're members of the so-called, you know, spiritual community. So because of their wounding, they're projecting negativity onto others or judgment or whatever it is. So, but the main thrust of all of this, another rambling, this is starting to sound more like sermons. I maybe should change my name, the name of this channel to Aquarian Sermon, is this. This is the important part. When we judge other people, and let, again, we all, every one of us have made mistakes. We're here to learn, right? So this is in astrology, this would be like the North Node. Uh, and we don't know about the North Node. We don't, uh, the North Node sort of shows where, what you're here to learn, the stuff that you don't know, uncharted territory and so forth. At least that's one very popular sort of definition or understanding of what the North Node in astrology means. And so by, by virtue of its, of its definition, um, the, uh, the North Node is stuff that we just, you know, the South Node represents stuff that we've known and, and learned and mastered in past lives, and we carry that with us. The North Node represents stuff that we, that is foreign to us that we have not mastered or learned yet. So, of course, when you're going to be exploring your North Node, which is why we what we came here to do by house and sign and aspect, uh, you're going to make mistakes. It's, it's, a, it's a guaranteed because, because that's how you learn, right? So... All of us have made mistakes. So when we, when we, especially if we are, let's say, older souls or, or we're, we're um, you know, uh, seekers or, um, uh, you know, we've maybe even incarnated here to come and help the earth ascend, uh, we can be a very quite powerful beings energetically. So when we are projecting our judgment and our negativity on other people who may be behaving the way that they're behaving uh, based on things that we just do not understand, <laughs> right, for all kinds of reasons, um, we are engaging effectively in energetic and psychic warfare. Like, because we're sending negative, harmful energy. And I have had this shown to me very, very, very explicitly and clearly what happens when you project negative energy at other people. It's not nice. And it can be profoundly damaging to both parties because you have karma, because you're harming somebody else. Even if you're, now, there's degrees of culpability depending on how aware you are of what you're doing. But... <clears throat> I can assure you that if you're projecting negative thought forms at somebody else, you are harming them and you will have karma for that. So now don't heed my advice just so that you don't incur negative karma. I want to express something even deeper than that, which is, is that when we are projecting our negativity and judgments towards others, we are perpetuating uh, a paradigm, see my la yesterday's video on paradigms, um, we are perpetuating a paradigm that's akin to energetic or psychic warfare that then persists and then, you know, so then this cycle will continue. So as long as we are, as long as this sort of psychic war 
continues, this is what will continue to manifest on earth and what we will continue to experience. And we ourselves at some point will be judged by others. Again, I've never really judged other people like that I'm aware of. So I don't, I'm not sure why I've experienced being judged uh, as much as I have. Um, I really don't understand that. I'm a quite a non-judgmental person. I've, I can connect with people from all different walks of life and whatever. So <clears throat> I'm saying that, that this is kind of an illusion. And to me, this is kind of like the dark side of things, right? Where people in the spiritual community can be quite judgmental of other people. They have, a lot of them have hangups around money for some reason or guilt around money. Personally, I don't think there's, there's nothing wrong with money itself per se. Money is just a, a form of energy. Now, we can have a huge philosophical debate about how the world works and why it works the way it should and maybe how it could be better. And I have tons of ideas about that. Like, I, I personally think that the whole system is stupid. See my video on, video on reality as stupid. Um, <clears throat> like, I literally do. I literally think this whole system is just nonsense. Like, in that we should just recreate everything. <laughs> but... Um, um, I have, you know, in the new age community, the spiritual community and so forth, there is a lot, there are a lot of hangups around money and materialism and stuff like that. And again, I'm not a materialistic person. Uh, uh, I don't have a lot of material stuff at all these days, uh, including money right now. Uh, but, um, uh, I want to point that out that, cause I see it a lot. And now there's a few people have made comments like, you know, we have to be careful not to judge others. And yes, absolutely. I'm agreeing with that hundred percent. Like we have to not wish harm on others. Absolutely. Like I think Linda G for example, would be one person who has stated that numerous times. And yes, 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 yes. We have to stop doing that. If we want a new world, if we want a world where, where it's just about love, we have to stop the negativity and stop the judgment because as long as we're ju when we're judging others we ourselves will be judged and like i said the cycle perpetuates it goes on and on and on that's not what we want to experience um source is just an endless stream of love and there's an endless amount of energy and desire to just create and create and create and for for creation to expand and you know, when we have hangups or when we judge ourselves or we judge others, we are blocking that energy from flowing. We can create anything we want to create. Now, I'm sure there's reasons why people have hangups around things like money, and it probably has to do with past lives or religious influences or, you know, whatever. But um, that cycle is what needs to end now and I think I've said what I need to say what I wanted to say uh, I hope I've conveyed what I wanted to say I'll probably think of stuff that I meant to include here but I can't emphasize enough now I will also, I will also want to say that as I was contemplating this laying there in bed at like 4 30 this morning or whatever it was that this this thing about judgment and and how 
people sort of in the spiritual community are projecting all this negativity out on towards others who are, are probably people who, just like them, have had horrible things happen to them, right? And on some level, they're victims or they were victimized. Um, may have been past lives, may have been this life, whatever. That is what the spirit really wanted me to concentrate. When I thought about that, that's when I got these waves of energy, which are affirmations. This is what you need to, this is what is powerful. This is what needs to be expressed or, or we would like to be expressed. Um, so yeah, let's stop. Let's just stop doing that. You know, I guess if you were source or, you know, like the Christ consciousness, which is a very compassionate energy or the divine mother, which is a very, very, very compassionate, unconditionally loving energy. What you would do instead is you would, you would send love to these people who are expressing their wounding and inflict and sort of inflicting it upon the world, right? This deep wounding, this, or people, or people who are expressing darkness, you know, what, what they need, it, like, the, the impression I got from spirit this morning was, is that the people who are in darkness are the ones who need the most help. The most love. And that, you know, we tend to, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, we condemn people who are expressing darkness and we admire and respect and and listen to people who are you know expressing things that that we want to be more aligned with but like i said you know it seems to me that if we want to lift up and change the world we need to focus our love on the darkness because that's what will make the most difference i mean that's what christ would do and, you know, so that's what I wanted to put out there today is, is that instead of, instead of psychically and, and, and with our thoughts and with our energies, we, instead of concentrating on sending scorn and hate and, and anger, you know, we should be sending love and light. That's what will change the world. Not, you know... The darkness, if we send darkness, it just perpetuates darkness. That's not what we want. That's not why we're here. Right? And I understand we all have our wounding. Like, I have my wounding. And I, I work on that all the time. You know, my, what we call the shadow work. And I'm a huge advocate for doing shadow work. And a lot of people don't seem to want to do it because it, it's, it's difficult and it's challenging. And, it, you know, they don't want to face their darkness. I'm not personally afraid of doing that, and I've spent a lot of time doing that. But again, the main message is that let's not send uh, uh, anger and resentment and fear and scorn. <laughs> let's send love and light. It's really simple, but it, you know it's important. I hope this makes sense again. Oh, my God, I'm up 40 minutes already. How is that possible? Time flies... Bye.